Ghosts are horny. Spooky. Revisiting female violence. <laughs> that could be any of these episodes. I, I hate to bring up bugs. <laughs> Once again, I have to bring up bugs. Six quick and easy steps for your common demon summoning. I accept this headcanon. Liberal propaganda. Damn cucks. This is a John Winchester hate zone. Could have had mm-hmm. Killer Optimus Prime and he had to be racist. To be fucking racist. Persqueeter. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to On the Road with Supernatural, the podcast where we watch and discuss Supernatural episode to episode from the beginning. I'm Jasper Graydon. I'm Jordan Grimm. And I'm Allie. And we'll be your hosts for this Monster of the Week journey through American folklore and Christian mythology. Congrats, us. Once again, we are congratulating ourselves. We are patting ourselves on the back. Cheers. Oh, yes. We we broke out the Prosecco. We finished season two. And now we're going to talk about it. So pumped. So pumped to talk about season two. But before we dig into all of our favorite and least favorite things Mm -hmm. about this season, I want to talk about our favorite moment or moments recording Mm. the podcast, enjoying each other's company Mm. or not. Or not. (laughs) Yeah, we have like a full brawl after every recording, Mm -hmm. just so you all know that fists and teeth flying. Me and Allie are just like... Every time we're like, fight me, and you think it's a joke, actually, like, we're breaking each other's bones. I'm missing three teeth now. Yeah. yeah. There's like a weird whistling sound whenever she <laughs> breathes. I have to edit it out. I think my favorite moments, I found a lot of enjoyment out of Jasper's um, intense love for Andy. <laughs> Aw, Andy. Because, like, Dean has a lot of fans I've come to learn, and I can see why, but I always just like when people really cling on to those esoteric characters, and Andy was a good one to cling on to, so. Absolutely. I love him. Love of my life. Oh. Little baby <laughs> angel, get in my pocket now. <laughs> what is your favorite moment, Allie? I have one for each of you. Aw. <gasps> I have one moment where I was like, what the fuck is Jasper and their mother saying? <laughs> when... Jasper wouldn't tell us the name of an episode. Oh my god, that's right. And then it was when the boys put down old yeller. Yeah. And my mom was my mom was like, listen, it's like funny because actually metaphorically it's about him coming into adulthood and like being Mm -hmm. a man instead of a boy, like old yeller. But also they're putting down a dog. And she's like (laughs) laughing. And I'm like, holy shit. God. And Jordan, I can't tell you yours in particular because every time you deadpan and guess exactly what's going to happen and many of them I can't even reveal yet. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Because I don't know how you fucking get them on the nose and I'll just sit there like am I next to a psychic? What is going on? I mean, we have determined that like Jordan's family does have psychic tendencies. True. So um, I actually think the reason is, is I just think of the absolute stupidest fucking thing I can possibly <laughs> think of. Um, and then go with it? Yeah. And I think that's the writing room is <laughs> also doing the same thing, but less ironically sometimes. Yeah, fair. <laughs> What's your moment, Jasper? I wish I had thought to think of one for each of you. I do really enjoy Jordan when you get things absolutely correct and I have to go, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Um, But my favorite, and I forget how we got on this, 
but it was during Tall Tales mm-hmm. when, because like our one sentence summary was the trickster gets pegged <laughs> because it's like he's pegged as the monster. Like mm-hmm. they figure it out, but yeah. also haha pegging. <laughs> We're adults. And somehow we got on to pegging horses and Allie starts <laughs> saying how she's going to peg a horse, but like the strap is going to be on her forehead because <laughs> horses are tall. And I'm just <laughs> like the image of that revisits me every now and again. And like you think I'd be really disturbed and grossed out by it. But there's something that's just like it's so preposterous that it transcends all like concerns about bestiality and it just becomes funny again. It's so funny because I don't even remember that. But the part I do remember, I was like, I don't want to do this, but like, let's be logistical. Like, this is probably the easiest way. Yeah, it's just like the practical Virgo brain kicked into gear and you (laughs) couldn't stop talking about pegging a horse with your forehead. Oh, Allie, our little (laughs) unihor. I love that. So, like with season one, we are holding a little awards ceremony where mm-hmm. no one wins anything and our opinions don't matter mm-hmm. for season two. Yep. Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> the categories are top three episodes, Miss Congeniality, The Razzie, The Best Side Character, Best Girlfriend, The Best Monster, and The Best Dressed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Unless there are other categories I'm forgetting. Nope, that's it. Nope, that's all of them? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do we want to start with? Well, I think before we start, Allie has a little surprise for us. (gasps) Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. We need to set up. We need to to set up? Yeah, Jordan and I are switching. Oh, my God. Okay, perfect. Okay, so now we're going. Okay. Close your eyes. I'm scared. Oh, God. Eyes are closed. I'm in Allie's box. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Ali's fiance, you gotta be worried about Jordan now too. Yeah. It's not just me. Okay, y'all can look. Oh God. If OTR supernatural, oh, is this a PowerPoint? This is a PowerPoint. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> if OTR supernatural were special children, about who each of us would be and our skills, oh. our our like weaknesses and how we die. Oh my God, Ali. <laughs> this is intense. And I'll put this on the website too. What the hell? <laughs> but I'm I wish, really excited. I wish we were streaming this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so. We'll, we'll read it out loud, but we'll also post it online. Yeah, these. this is assuming three things. First of all, we're in the supernatural universe. Okay. We can't derail the plot of the second season. Okay. And this is like bonus episodes. Like, we're the unseen episodes. Oh. Gotcha. So, assuming these three things, I went through Jasper, me, and then Jordan. Oh, so I'm first scared. up, meet Jasper. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have cowboy boots. It looks like Jasper. <laughs> With less hair, but yeah. And a yeah. little paler, yeah. So Jasper was too busy writing poetry and shouting about gay things on Twitter to realize what's going on in the world. Oh my god, that's in real life. Yeah, Sam, that's on brand. And that's why they weren't in this season. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, here are your characteristics and abilities. Any guesses? No, I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, I, I'm just so I just curious. I'm sweating. So each of us gets two ones that we've already unlocked and two that are locked. <gasps> like if we give in. Oh my goodness. So your first ability is your convincing. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're able to convince most people about most things through debate. 
incredible. That's true about me. Mm-hmm. You are also able to fight. You get yes! three to verbal arguments. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. One locked thing. You can move things with your mind. Incredible. Incredible. I could just see. I don't know why, but this fits. I think so. Mm-hmm. I like the vibe. And then finally, make a scream. Make a scream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Black Canary. Can't damage people by screaming at them. Holy shit. This is so on brand. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. I was almost late because of how much time I spent on this PowerPoint. The amount of work. This is very <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. Thank you. Shout out to Slides Go. Yeah. Mm, keep that in mind. So... We have to get to your weakness. Okay. Do you have guesses about what your weakness is? I don't is? know, but I'm so scared. I'm like, are we going to I mean, you're not far off. Oh, goodness. Distractible. If you shout Destiel three times, <laughs> <laughs> shout Destiel three times to distract them. <laughs> also... Fashion. If Sam's wearing his ugly shirt, you get a negative two. Oh, no. (laughs) It physically pains you. It does. It does. And finally, religious trauma. Oh, my God. You're extra vulnerable in churches. Jesus. You fucking read me. So the the question is how you're going to die in Supernatural. Okay. Well, all special children come to an end. Mm -hmm. But yours isn't that bad. Because Ava lures you into a closet (gasps) for seven minutes in heaven. But surprise, it's a shapeshifter. (laughs) What a way to go. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who can't see at home, there is a big picture of Ava that says, this is how you die. Yeah, from, is this from Hunted? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Allie, I'm, like, truly gobsmacked. (laughs) I had so much fun doing this. Wow. Me. Oh, look at you. Look at you. I was too busy causing chaos to realize what's going on. Also very on brand. Very, very on brand. That's why you're not in season two. (laughs) I tried morphing these to our personalities. So my characteristics, I stirred shit up. I'm oh. able to cause more fighting around me. Okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Your rabble like rouser. Yeah. The horseman of wrath. Also unpredictable. So negative two to those two who can see the future. Yeah, oh my goodness. Sam on the ground. <laughs> One locked ability is mind reading. <laughs> AKA, I just really want this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I know what the last one's going to be. What is it? Is it going to be putting thoughts into other people's minds? Oh, I wanted that so bad. But I wanted <laughs> more so to cause instability. Oh, God. <laughs> destabilize others' mental states. Jesus. You're horrifying. You're like a little saboteur. <laughs> you're, you're like literally Ava. <laughs> True. <laughs> so my weaknesses, do you all know what my weaknesses are? No. I don't because I don't remember... Allie Allie like I have, have none. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Allie doesn't have weaknesses. None. That would be so funny. <laughs> none. Zero. I'm perfect. Oh, Ditsy, I don't see the monsters when they're right in front of me. That's real. I'm also very klutzy. Half of my injuries are from falling. Oh, no. These are very real. And you're also probably, oh, yeah, you're, this, you're probably covered in three drinks. <laughs> Allie's literally Moist. covered in coffee right now. <laughs> True. 
Or tea, we don't know. Jasper! <laughs> My weakness is Jasper because I'm too busy trying to fight them. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Wow, incredible. If this just ain't real life. So how am I gonna die? Running from a demon trips and impales herself on her own dagger. Wow. Yeah. That's Which, some fucking final destination shit. Yeah, and you know, like this would be the most horrible impaling in Supernatural. It would be like so stupid. There couldn't be an ending more stupid than this. <laughs> Everyone. Allie pulled up the rebar for the finale. <laughs> Allie gets rebarred. Oh, fuck. Don't trigger me. No. <laughs> I couldn't oh, help it. Oh, no. Are you ready to meet Jordan? Yes. Oh, no. I have to meet Jordan. Oh, I'm sassy. Jordan knows what's coming, but genuinely doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like your hair flowing in the wind, though. Yes. That I care about. <laughs> yes. So your characteristics and abilities. You're distracting. <laughs> no. So always has a random story to no. distract enemies. True. You have camouflage. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Your makeup skills and just being a Gemini. You know, this distracting story is so funny. Why? Because whenever, like, customers, when I used to work alone by myself at a shop, just would not leave me alone, I would make up the most weird <laughs> and random story I could think of to just weird them out from wanting to talk to me anymore. And in a meta sense, mm-hmm. you just did the thing that's described. Yes. <laughs> Camouflage, because I'm always camouflage as. I was going to say something really vapid, so I will withhold. Let's move on. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so your locked skills. You could control others mm. if you keep practicing. Can make things do things for you them. Love a manipulative queen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And out of town, you just happen to be busy <laughs> and not realize there's danger until it's past. Oh, you know, that is a very me thing to do. <laughs> so you're you're just like serendipitously avoiding <laughs> problems yeah. all the time. Yeah. Incredible. That is very me because I literally live in an attic that no one knows <laughs> exists and I maybe leave once every two weeks. Okay. And the other thing that I love about these is these are all like very passive. <laughs> like they, yes. like they, <laughs> you're not really doing a whole lot with any of these. <laughs> just, I'm like, just like existing. I'm like everyone woman in Supernatural. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> so let's talk about Jordan's weaknesses. Oh, I have many. You have three. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't care that yeah. death is a threat. Winning or losing means the same. You're very true. That's very true. Wow. <laughs> you're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> death is boring. I'm over it. But you're also friendly. So you, you'd probably try to make friends with the enemy. We're all monster fuckers here. Let's yeah, just be that's honest. true. That's true. <laughs> because you say that, you would betray us and switch sides for fun. That that's, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I can't that's even real. Lie. And I'm counting that as a weakness. <laughs> I so, would say it's a strength, but sure. Do you know how you're gonna die? Oh, someone's gonna play me at my own game. <gasps> oh, I'm so scared. How am I gonna die? Sorry. Let me know. Actually, I don't really care. Oh my god. <laughs> 
gets too high with Ash and Andy, wakes up, and the world has been destroyed. <gasps> wow. Wow. I love that. I look, accidentally look didn't at saw the bong the y'all get to smoke. Oh, we're gonna enema <gasps> It's bong got those screams on it, and it's glow in the dark. Yeah, I love that. If I could hang out with any two characters that we have seen thus far, Ash and Andy would be a party. <laughs> Dream blunt rotation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it would fit you. Oh, thank you. This is... <laughs> That's our slideshow. That is... Wow. Please check out this slideshow, everyone. It is hilarious and i really suggest you guys do this with your friends if yes. you do please send them to us oh my god it i'm gonna so post fun. all of these images on twitter too that would be so fun yeah i'm gonna wait like a day mm-hmm. but then i'll i'll do it i'll post yeah, we'll, we'll play it cool incredible incredible i love yeah, that thank you Allie. i love that my death was caused by horniness <laughs> just by the way i was like it's caused by ava how does ava do it and i'm like mm, seven minutes in heaven yeah you know what's so funny is ava never used her sexuality to kill people but would see jasper and would immediately be like yeah i know the way yeah <laughs> yeah that's just the energy that i put out ava can read a room she yeah. can. <laughs> so that's my segment wow thank you so much thank you that was a joy. <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. I'm so I've glad. never been so red in my life. And y'all were so scared. I, I was I was um, scared. Do but you excited. know you? Of course we were scared. Yeah. I was like, I just want to have a fun time. Okay. <laughs> All right, Allie, I think we need to switch back. Yeah, I let's can't switch. handle your box. <laughs> oh my god. I knew you couldn't. Mm, your big fuzzy black box. <laughs> oh god, okay. It is. Just just for clarity's sake, we're talking about the little foam microphone box that Allie puts in front of her face for like sound. Yeah, so so for sound's sake, so to keep my sound from bouncing into Allie's mm-hmm. mic, she has a contraption she made, a foam jail for her mic. Out of a color pop box? Yeah. yeah. This is my life. Allie enjoys the cosmeceuticals. Are we ready for the awards? Always. Always. Always and forever. Let's do our top three episodes first. Yeah. Nice. I guess that is starting with me. If you would like. Okay. I'm going to do them in no particular order. Okay. Because I just don't have the brain Mm -hmm. cells for that tonight. So just to read them off, it's All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1. Oh. Hollywood Babylon. Mm -hmm. And Night Shifter. I love that. Something two of these episodes share, which is Night Shifter and All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1, is that the stakes are just really high for both episodes. I really enjoyed that. Um, And they have kind of emotional highs and lows, especially Night Shifter. Um, Hollywood Babylon was just kind of like a correction to a problem I had had with this series, which sometimes the series just tends to take itself a little bit too seriously. And Hollywood Babylon just really took a step back and did it a lot better than Hell House in my own. What about you, Allie? Jordan, we have the exact same fucking ones Whoa! in the same order. Wow. Well, Jordan's was in no order in Mine particular. Mine was too. Oh. But written the same. But wow. written the same. Oh. Um, I'm in shock, but since we have the same brain, apparently, I'm going to throw out whatever episode had Father Pastor Jim Bob, because that was pretty cool. <laughs> Houses of the Holy? Yes. Father Pastor Slim Jim? Slim Jim. That yeah. was in season one, my dude. Father Pastor Slim Jim was, um, that was in, oh, fuck, episode 20, I think. Salvation. I'm just sticking with Jordans. Incredible. (laughs) What about you, Jasper? 
Very close. I had Houses of the Holy, Night Shifter, mm. and Hollywood Babylon. So we're just cycling out one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was there any doubt that Houses of the Holy was going to be on mine, though? True. I thought Father Pastor Slim Chop. That's the one I meant. I mean, I guess we did talk about religious trauma in Jasper's slideshow. Yeah. True. Very on brand. Mm-hmm. I think they're just like... I don't know. Hollywood Babylon is just like delightful. Mm-hmm. Night Shifter is such a good balance of everything I love in this show. And Houses of the Holy is all of the Christian mythology that we haven't really delved into yet. And like we've said, religious trauma. Always. I love to see it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next up, do we want to do our Miss Congeniality? I really yes. That's our charming little episode that we just love, even though she's a little weird. She's a little quirky. Mm-hmm. She doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense, but we love her. Keeping to form, I'll start out. So mine is heart. Mm-hmm. But I did want to give an honorable mention to Roadkill because three-fourths of that episode is just really fun. So heart, I mean... I have to say heart because I had been begging for a werewolf for a season and a half. Yeah. Was I expecting like kind of a traumatic werewolf? (laughs) Not particularly, but we got her. We enjoyed her. We've been there. We did that. What about you, Allie? Mine is going based on the old school horror vibes of everybody loves a clown (gasps) really i don't even love the episode but just the spookiness of a clown and like children seeing it yeah just that vibe is such a fun one where it was a pretty shitty episode but like it's fun Mm. Mm -hmm. what about you jasper mine is Folsom prison blues i I love that episode it's so cute I love Dean. He's adorable. I just want to squish his little cheeks. It's a Dean episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the plot is just, it Nothing. just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. What is that lawyer doing? Why don't they just use the internet? <laughs> Who the fuck is Deacon? I don't care. Look at Dean. <laughs> Incredible. Absolutely. Are we ready for a Razzie? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is the worst one? What is our throwaway? Oh, I know mine. And it's this absolute diarrhea of an episode. <laughs> Children shouldn't play with dead things. I, Incredible. I mean, it. okay, so here's the thing. There is a lot of, what's the right word? Um, I don't like using the term like politically correctness in the season. Like there's some bad moments, but like some of it's like unintentional are just really misguided. But children shouldn't play with. It feels very misogynistic on purpose. Yeah. Like, honestly. (laughs) So, it's just... They were, like, in the writer's room, like, let's make an episode about how much we just really don't like women and how they, like, actually can't do anything right. They can't do anything right. They, like, only are able to use their sexuality to get things done and they use it as a weapon and... They have men wrapped on their fingers. And, oh, is that man abusing a woman? Um, Think again, buddy. No, she's using him with her pousset. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Allie? Jordan, mine is the exact fucking same. Because it's a shit show of an episode. (laughs) And my first note describes it all. It just says gay domestic abuse. Right. Oh, my God. That's all I need to say about that episode. (laughs) 
Well, I'm out of sync with you guys again then, um, because my Razzie is everybody loves a clown. <gasps> I also agree. I re- that one just missed the mark for me. I think it's Fair. boring and weird. Uh, I just like the vibe of the clowns. The only thing I have to say about that one is mm-hmm. that we love Ash. Mm. Yes. yes. We love to be introduced to the Roadhouse. We've mm-hmm. got Ellen. We've got Joe. Yeah. My thing with... um. Everybody loves a clown is it's like, let's take our supernatural formula from season one and do like the most bland version of it. True. Right. True. Okay. What next? Do we want to do best side character, girlfriend, monster, best dressed? Um, let's do best dressed. Let's do best dressed. Yeah. Who was the best dressed this season? Tell me all about their look. I'm really hoping I'm on a, the same wavelength for this one too, <laughs> but I put Mary and her pajamas. Oh. I love that. Uh, she just, she looked really cozy and like this show often likes to use costuming to make mm-hmm. a point. But when we find out that this is like a Dean fantasy and, and that he just wants his mother to feel like secure mm-hmm. and comfortable, mm-hmm. the outfit kind of had a lot of meaning and she looked really good in yellow. Good for her. <laughs> I'm out of sync mm. oh. because mine has to go to our queen Ava incredible which fit specifically the kind of poofy shoulder blazer <gasps> yes layered jeans and a cami tank top yes i think it was like lace it was something yeah 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 and it had all that pale blue going on in yes. the outfit because the whole episode was the color blue and that just fits her so well like in between where she's still like girly and feminine but also like you can do shit in jeans yeah i love her and i love that outfit. i love ava what about you I gave best dress to Carmen, the dream girlfriend in episode 20. She just had it all going on. Her nighttime outfit was that blue robe. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was so classy. And then her formal wear at Mary's birthday dinner, the red one piece and the three drop necklace. She had that real sparkly shawl. Mm. (laughs) She looks so pretty. She looks very Mm -hmm. pretty. I love her. Best monster. That, that sounds good. Best monster. I love that. So I decided to do a whole category for best monster of oh. just good for her. Incredible. <laughs> and so first I did just say Ava because mm-hmm. I thought she was just a really well-made villain. Like she, out of the special children, she mm-hmm. subverted like who we thought Ava was going to be. She was able to play that character and she succumbed to what we were afraid Sam was going to become. Um, but of course, then I have to, of course, give an honorable mention to the woman from Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things because literally Good everyone deserved it. Mm-hmm. Good for her. And when we found out she still had her humanity, I was devastated for her. Yeah. Because yeah. she was pushed to this. Yeah. Incredible. Mine's also a tie. Well, less a category, more a tie. One person for their role on this season, one person for their role on this show. Gordon? Because he was so fucking well acted. He was. Yeah. Uh, like, he just stands out, that actor, or what's his name? Sterling. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown is fucking amazing and steals the show whenever he's in it. But also, you know, I simp for the trickster. Oh, yeah. It's gotta be the trickster. Incredible. Ugh, I don't know what it is about that short man. He can get it. Allie's gonna also peg the trickster. No, thank you. With her forehead. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jasper? Well, I was being a lot more literal with the monsters, <laughs> so I will shift gears into mm-hmm. 
favorite villain. My favorite villain is Gordon by far. Mm. He is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, is that an intense and impactful villain that just does so much mm-hmm. for the narrative and for the development of the main characters. Like, holy damn. And, like, even though the writing around the character is insensitive, that actor, like you said, he's just incredible. Yeah. He really, yeah. like, man, he acted that role with his whole pussy. Like, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brown! <laughs> Originally, I had put the werewolf slash Madison mm. as the best monster. Because I was thinking, like, monster, monster. Yeah, not I had like to bend, metaphorical monster. Bend the rules. Yeah. How about our best side character? Actually, no. Let's do girlfriend. Okay. What was the best the best girlfriend? We I'll list them off so we know. Yes. We remember who they were. Technically, there was the actress... What's her name? Tara, I believe. In Hollywood. In Hollywood, Babylon. There was also Madison. There was Carmen. And there was Jess. Mm. And since she was originally written as a romantic interest and she has romantic interest in Dean, I do think we can count Joe in this category. Although I think she does read less like a romantic interest Mm -hmm. than any of the other ones by far. Yeah. I would have to go with Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did I just have the special place for the werewolf episode, but Madison herself um, was just a really well-written both woman and monster. Yeah. Um, she never really gave up her autonomy as a person. She, Her story did not fully revolve around Sam. Actually, they put a lot of world-building effort into letting us into her world before Mm-hmm. We got to know her too. Yeah. Which was really good. So yeah, I think she was a beautiful yet devastating girlfriend for mm-hmm. Sam and had lasting effects on him for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. How about you? I was going to say Madison, but I think mine has to go to Joe. Not because she feels like the go- girlfriend role well, mm-hmm. but she's just such a fucking good character. And I think I really like how she's kind of a mess right now. Yeah. And working on finding herself. And I just love how sometimes we have women who aren't finished. Like, they don't have to be at a perfect place in their life. Right. And I really like her arc in this season where she is breaking away and kind of trying things on her own. I totally agree with that. But Mm -hmm. I still have to give it to Madison. Fair. I love Madison. I love how confident she is and her determination to take her life back and Mm -hmm. to, like reclaimed some power for herself and even in her death she is reclaimed like she's claiming Mm -hmm. power over um her own fate in that way i don't know she just really impresses me the whole time Mm -hmm. love madison absolutely agree. nobody sent me any fanfic where madison lives and i'm salty about it so you better send me some or write me one i'm expecting madison i'm expecting it Mm -hmm. i'll be looking out (laughs) my dms are open they are. They are so open. <laughs> They're so open. I'll Allie show frowned. you how open. <laughs> Allie frowned at me like, ugh. <laughs> All right. Best side character. We're assuming good guy character then, mm. I suppose, since we did villain before. True. So I have to I have to change mine. Oh. That's Yeah, that's, that's good because I did have an honorable mention to Ava. I'm going to count pre-descent into madness ava yes yeah. as an honorable mention just because she was awesome in that mm-hmm. episode um she was good for the laugh she didn't play like the typical female role in this mm-hmm. show which i really liked yeah she's a little sidekick um but i think i'm gonna give it to what's his name ronald and night shifter 
Donald. Donald. Oh. Donald. Yeah, Donald. I think so. Yeah. Wait, it was Donnie, right? Or was it Ronnie? I think it was Ronnie. Wait. Consult the notes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, these are fanfic notes. So many fanfic notes. Where are my notes. episode notes? What episode number was it? 12. Oh, okay. Then I'm not in the right Oh, place. my word. It is Ronald. It, it is Ronald. It is Ronald. Okay, I apologize. So you're giving it to Ronald. I am giving it to Ronald. I love him. He, he just so good. The things that he was willing to do, the kind of frustration with that he knew that this world existed, that other people, including the boys, tried to gaslight him yeah. into not thinking. And yet he still put himself out there to try and protect people in not the greatest way. Yeah. And his death was traumatizing as well. Yeah. True. Ugh. Pour one out for Ronnie. Yes. Yep. What about you, Allie? Mine has to go to Andy. I would be best friends with Andy. I fucking love him. The idea yeah. that he's putting things in people's minds. I also want to be him. Like, <laughs> I'm just so sad this man does not exist. I would be best friends with him. Allie's going through the queer dilemma of do I want him or do I want to be him Ugh. actively? Always. I'm always going through this. <laughs> it is, you know, it, it is a ubiquitous queer experience, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jasper? Oh, my God, Andy. It's Andy, yes. hands down. I think Ugh. everyone knew I was going to say Andy. Mm-hmm. I was also going to say Andy, but I'm like, I'm going to. I'm going to give it to yeah. you. Mix it, it up. Ronald's yeah. a good one. That is a yeah. good one. It's a he, really good choice. Like, honestly, he would probably be my my runner-up. Yeah. And I almost said Molly, too, but she wasn't a side character. She was the main oh. character of her episode. Yeah, true. that's true. true. Yeah. She was really cool, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had some really good characters this season. Yeah, we really did. Mm-hmm. I think they just invested a lot more um, efficient writing mm-hmm. in the characters this season Mm -hmm. than they did in season one and i think that's likely because we have a better handle on who sam and dean are as characters so we don't have to spend as much time figuring them out episode to episode and there can be a little more energy put into these side roles imagine if all the sam's maybe evil energy was put into other characters (laughs) this would be a solid solid fucking cast you know i really like the sam's maybe evil and i think the problem with it is just that it's not supported by the plot which absolutely disappeared somewhere in the middle it's like they spend too much time on it saying it and too little time plot wise which i think brings us around to rating season two so i'm just gonna go ahead and drop my rating and then i will explain myself yeah I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Mm -hmm. And here's why. This season was massively improved from season one. Absolutely. I will say. I'm going to talk about my issues before the things I liked. My issue with it was what we were just talking about. That they told us instead of explaining way too much. And Mm -hmm. I kind of wonder if this is just a little bit of symptom of TV at the time. But if they kept more between the line, if they tried to nuance their storytelling more, they had so many good things to work with. And I think that's what's so frustrating. Yeah. And they also take really great ideas and then they don't run with them. Like we talk, you talk about later that found family is a big thing in the show. It starts here, Mm -hmm. but 
then we don't put a lot of investment into it and it's just really frustrating to watch and of course we have to address the blatant racism Mm -hmm. it's so and the racism like with gordon's the treatment of his character was so bad that then we can't even enjoy a great character like jake because we're like well before we can have a character like jake Mm -hmm. who's the villain like you kind of need to buffer yourself with other examples Mm -hmm. of blackness within your show um, and then that are positive. That are positive. Or not blatantly racist. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have to talk about the sexism, which was really bad in season one, um, so much so that I was kind of appalled. But in season two, we really start off with it being the worst it's ever been. And I do think it improves. It does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think part of that is just spending time with recurring female characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then we, like, barely see them. Then True. my biggest issue is i will say the season itself is a little bit of a slog (laughs) yeah it's just like good episode bad episode good episode Mm -hmm. bad episode Mm -hmm. things i like they do take more time with their characters even if they don't survive the side characters are like written like real people rather than just like i think the only character we got that was written like a real person in season one was sarah she was the uh, art sales Sarah Blake. Oh, Sarah Blake. She was yeah. like one of the few well-written characters from season one. And here we have a handful. Yeah. We can name. Um, the pacing of the season was weird. Yeah. But that is unfortunate because they had a good outline. True. Oh, other positive things I should note um, before I do move it on to Allie. The acting choices. Andy did really well in this season. Jensen Ackles, fucking fantastic. Just a very good actor. And I feel like, though he got overshadowed sometimes, and it's not his fault, Jared Padalecki, when he has the spotlight, is very good with it. Yeah. He's just not written into the spotlight mm-hmm. a lot. Which is so strange. It's yeah. so strange. Because this is a dual cast. Like, yeah. It's not just like Jensen Ackles, top build actor, mm-hmm. supporting cast, Jared Padalecki. Like, they're stars together. Yeah. I've not seen any other shows treat their main character <laughs> like that. But yeah. Sorry my positives tend to like have a little bit of negative <laughs> attached. But if that's just not life. <laughs> True. <laughs> Ain't that just the way. All right, Allie. I'm ready for it. I agree with all the negatives and the positives, honestly. I feel like this season flies really high in some points and really fucking low in others. Mm -hmm. And this, I've already said, I conflate the first two seasons probably for my peace of mind in some cases. Yeah. But also, like, I sometimes forget there are some gems here, Mm -hmm. especially with characters like Andy and Ava and the acting overall. I mean, we've talked about Sterling Brown. We've talked about Jensen Echols. Like, there's some really good jobs. And, oh, my gosh, Bobby in this last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So because of that, I'm going to say since we have really high highs and really low lows, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Yeah. Where this is just a very average season sadly and i wish they had cut almost cut down that number of episodes or storylines that are going on yeah because i think that i would have rated this a lot higher but considering it all middle of the road 7.5 out of 10 what about you jasper i think we're all of a similar mind here Mm -hmm. i am gonna give this 7.5 out of 10 but I'll say this. I think I like this season better overall than either of you. And I think oh. 
it's it's like weird because I don't think I want to rate it higher because I'm like looking mm-hmm. at it and I'm like, yeah, that feels right. Like considering a lot of the issues that it has with racism and misogyny, mm-hmm. a lot of really uncomfortable off-colored jokes mm-hmm. and things like that, that I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, bud. And I think watching this season in a rewatch is really really fun like sitting down and just like slamming out the season (laughs) is so easy because a lot of these episodes just fly by like the episode concepts are really good like you can sit down and watch if you start at like gosh croatoan you Mm -hmm. can sit and just watch all the way through to like tall tales just like in one go because they're that compelling well, I mean, if you're an insane person and you have a lot of time to just sit and watch TV, which I do. But I think the thing that really I knock points off this season for the most out of anything is the fact that it doesn't invest enough time in its main storyline to the point where we get to the finale and we're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening? And we've been talking about this all season, but there's so much emphasis on Sam's monstrosity and the special children and this conspiracy with the yellow-eyed demon and everything. And then once they have that out in the open, in the be- in the beginning, in the early parts of the season, they're like, well, we mentioned that, so I guess it's time to ignore it and just really focus on Dean only. And it, that mm-hmm. sort of brings in what you were saying, Jordan, about like how it's hard to really determine the quality of any one performer's acting because they don't give them equal time being the yeah. main character. And it's strange that the main story revolves around Sam mm-hmm. on paper, but we really don't get a lot of episodes that focus on Sam's perspective. So we get to this finale, (laughs) this two-part finale, and we're like, oh, here are all these characters that we haven't seen in half of a season. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching this episode to episode, you're like, who were these people again? Like, I can't imagine watching this season when it was airing. I've Mm -hmm. mentioned this, but I didn't start watching it until many seasons had been out. So I was Mm -hmm. not watching this when it came out week to week. But I would have totally ignored this show. I would have been like, nothing happens in this show. Yeah, so we get to the finale. We're like, who the fuck are all these people? Oh, yeah, I remember now. And then, you know, the whole thing with the Devil's Gate and, like, the Samuel Colt thing (laughs) and all of this lore that we're supposed to remember from the season one finale. And all I can think is season one and two should have been one season. Absolutely. There's so many episodes that could have just been tossed out the fucking window. Mm -hmm. And if, like, a lot of these were just compressed into one idea, it would be so much more effective narratively. But instead, it's kind of all over the place, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that is kind of what you're saying about the pacing, Jordan. It's just, like, I don't really understand what's happening with that. It's, It's almost like the head writer said, well, I was interested in this story when we started but I changed my mind Mm -hmm. halfway through and unfortunately like as someone who's seen all 15 seasons I can say that that seems to pretty consistently happen with Sam's storylines there are definitely Mm -hmm. seasons where they do get completed fully definitely but a lot of the time they just don't and I cannot for the life of me understand why yes it's very strange. strange he's a main character I think the show genuinely suffers from the problem where early 2000s TV shows had so many fucking episodes in a season 
Yeah. And now we cut it down to like 10 and there's some series that I'm like, oh, this could use more. Right. But when you have 22, it's hard to fill, like just fill it. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, there was just a different standard yeah. for serialized television. Yeah. I wonder if like we could take season two, play the first episode, like Crossroads, Croatoan, mm-hmm. then go like right into the finale almost, if True. that would be a cohesive story to watch. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Like a lot of the mid-late season episodes could be in between one and nine instead, or one and eight. I think someone make instead of DBZ abridged, Supernatural abridged. It's uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Is it Kai? I have genuinely no idea. Yeah, it's it's the cut where they take out all the screaming. Yeah. Oh, I thought they cut out episodes. No, they cut out all the screaming. Oh. And it cuts down the <laughs> it cuts down the, the episode length incredibly. So it's mm. like it really focuses on the story because like the power up mm-hmm. stuff, the power up sequences are really long. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could use it except just cut episodes. Yeah, like did we need like there are scenes in the reason why my Razzie was not children shouldn't play with dead things, although that episode fucking pissed me off to <laughs> yeah. no end. Mm-hmm. Is because it has really, really important character development and yeah. um focus mm-hmm. on the grieving process and internality of, of the characters, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. I felt like could not be done away with. Mm-hmm. But that been did that episode app. otherwise need to be there? Yeah. Or should it have been? No. no. There was there was really nothing that interesting or you know mm-hmm. it's just a bad episode. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Um, At least they stopped doing what they did with like children shouldn't play with dead things like we're destroying the lakes <laughs> mentioned once, <laughs> failed to push a theme. Oh, through. you mean dead in the water? Or dead in the water, yeah. That yeah, that's horrendous. true. Yeah. And like that's something that I really like about season two compared to season and one is that it seems like in general per episode they knew what they could complete yeah mm-hmm. thematically like in mm-hmm. in this closed narrative structure and they just stuck with it for the most part like there are mm-hmm. definitely episodes where there's like too much going on and you're like okay calm down but for the most part there are just much much tighter narratives mm-hmm. I will say one thing about Supernatural that just is like a case study I find really interesting. I can't think of like any other show where a character's mental health is a slow burn. Ah! Oh my god, that's such a good way of putting that. But yeah, like mental health is really important in this show, which is interesting because even in like the early 2000s, it was still kind of faux pas. Yeah, or like a taboo to talk Mm -hmm. about mental health. And especially, especially, especially when the main characters are these like super, like hyper masculine Mm -hmm. appearing uh, characters. It's interesting that they have uh, such delicate demeanors. Mm Mm-hmm. I want more, I think they had, like, kind of touched on it in season one. I want more, like, forced therapy with the boys where they are, like, pretending to fill a role. So they have to actually sit through and take advantage of therapy. Actually, that does happen in season 13. I should write for this show. Damn. Yeah, for real. Okay, but that's, like, that's so real. Like, sometimes I'm watching this show and I'm, like, listen, like, my genre is poetry. Yeah mostly and i can write fiction i've only written one thing for screen 
I could write any episode of this. I know I could. I yeah. know enough about monsters <laughs> and how dialogue <laughs> works. And not how to be totally tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? How do some of these episodes mm-hmm. come out the way they do? Yeah. And like, I get it's 2007. But also, like, I don't know. I've read stuff from the fucking 50s that doesn't stink mm-hmm. as bad as some of yeah. these, you know? <laughs> and we're all, like, we were young in 2007 but we were like cognizant like we were old we were teenagers some of the shit that they talk about like as a 17 year old i knew that would have been offensive right so it's just Mm -hmm. frustrating on the flip side though as a 17 year old some of this stuff i knew would have been not progressive but like like forward thinking thinking. like innovative yeah innovative in terms of what could be discussed on tv Mm. And, and like sort of cycling back to like yeah. men's mental health and toxic masculinity, yeah. which are topics that are explored in this show. No, it, no one was fucking talking about that. Yeah, true. In 2007. Mm-mm. So yeah, no, it, it's just like, it's a mixed bag mm-hmm. in the early seasons. It really is. Nice. Well, if you guys are ready, I'm ready to hear about some fanfics. Me Are you too. ready? And I hear we get a thruple feature. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Three wrecks For from me. Of none. From my personal bookmarks on AO3. So as is my preference, I tried to pick fics that were not as well known. Because like, who the fuck needs to be reminded that they should go and read 91 Whiskey? They already know they should go read that. They're not reading it for a reason. Although you should fucking read that. Just saying. So all three of these fics are from this year, which is part of the reason why they are not as well known. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Fanfic culture in the, in Supernatural, especially, especially within Destial fandom in particular, is still so active and vibrant and full of talent. It's really incredible to me. It's probably the best thing to come out of the show, I think. <laughs> it's like the transformative work culture that surrounds it. The first fic that I'm going to highlight is called An Exploration of Gender, Angelic, by Sometimes We Lose. And the summary is just what it says on the tin, folks. Although there is an excerpt. <laughs> Castiel's true form is made of electromagnetic radiation. He has spent the majority of his life, if you really want to add it all up and average the whole thing out, as a wavelength of celestial intent. The thing about being made of light, it's light in the physics sense of the word. Castiel's waves are gamma, x-ray, micro, and radio. He's visible light too, of course, a visible light so intense that it is blinding to most humans. This is rated M. It is a Destiel fic. There's only Dean and Cass in it. And there aren't a whole lot of tags because, as the summary says, it's what it says on the tin. But the additional tags are angels, gender, trans, Castiel, and uh, fight me, (laughs) which I thought was funny. This was published in January. Mm -hmm. It has around 3,000 hits, and it's only about 4,000 words long. So it's relatively short. And it really is just an exploration of what gender means to Mm. a being that has no experience with human ideas Mm -hmm. of gender and is nowhere near existing as a human. And I think it's so interesting to think about gender from the perspective of angels in this show because Mm. this show is really wrapped up in trying to unpack masculinity Mm -hmm. and what masculinity is and if it's important. 
And then the angels are just, you know, they're swapping genders all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very interesting. There are tons of fics that delve into gender for Sam and Dean, although mm-hmm. Dean is more prevalent because I think he's just a more popular character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I particularly enjoy narratives that are about cast being trans. Even They're, like, harder to find, but... Well, I mean, it's really makes sense to take a genderless entity and force them to conform (laughs) to a gender. They're going to feel weird about it. Yeah, exactly. They're going to feel a little weird. Like, you're stuck in one body or used to being able to be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Why not make this body be whatever you want? Yeah. Makes sense. Something the show should explore. I hope Castiel wears dresses casually in the show whenever he's introduced. Why not? Why not? The next one I want to highlight... The next one I want to recommend, even, is even less known. Really? And it's more recent. It has under 2,000 hits. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everything I picked was under 5,000 hits. I like that. Yeah. I, You know, like I said, who needs to... I don't need to highlight something that already has, like, a Discord gajillion people. It. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am in a Discord server about a fanfic. Someone added me to it down to Agicore. <gasps> really? Yeah. So I'm in one. I just haven't read it. Oh, which one is it? I checked. You're not in it. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Add me to it. Okay, I will. Are there a lot of people in it? (laughs) Yeah, they're always talking. Shut up. Are you sure I'm not in it? Are you sure you just... Are you sure? Yeah. It's called Agent Chat. Okay. I'm in Camp Chautauqua. Anyway, wow. That was a huge tangent. I apologize. (laughs) I didn't realize there were more than one server for that. Oh, yeah. there. I've been in multiple... I've never read this. You, okay, actually, you know what? I just got physical copies of the first three of these printed, <gasps> and I bet you would read it if it was in a book shape and not on your phone. I'm more likely to on my phone. You, are you <laughs> fucking kidding? Allie, no. Allie doesn't read physical books. She only listens only to audiobooks. Really? And, like, text on my phone, PDFs. Because she's at work so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that I makes never sense. read books, books. Well, never mind. They are really pretty, though. I'll send you a picture. Okay, please. (laughs) Anyway, this fic is called If Wishes Were Horses. It's by Teen Dean. The summary is an excerpt, which I will read now, if you like. Yes, please. Thought it was me at first, Dean said. Just not in my nature to settle. But then I thought, there's not supposed to be suffering here. So what's with the heartache? He sighed. I know I can't make Cass show up if he doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to take a chance on me. Maybe he's moved on. But then I gotta feel lonesome for eternity and call it paradise? Dean, said Mary. Are you going on a hunt in heaven? Yeah, said Dean. I reckon I am. (laughs) It's a heaven fic. I'm not really into post-finale heaven fic. I know it's canon compliant. And in my opinion, 1520 didn't happen. So (laughs) I also just am not super interested, I think, in like an alternate reality where everything is like perfect and nice all the time. Mm. I don't know. Like, I do think that the characters deserve a chance to like hang their hat and like be Mm -hmm. like have a quiet, you know, you know, a quiet moment. But but. It's just too, like, heaven? I don't know. Anyway, mm. but this is an exception. This one is rated T. The ship is Destiel. The characters are Dean, Cass, Mary, John, God, Amara, and Jack <laughs> Klein. Additional tags are Heaven, Westworld, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Bisexual Mary, Inferred, in parentheses, it says, 
Heaven's Best Bisexual Cowboy Dean Winchester. God Wins, Post Finale Fix It, Pining, and Dean's Cowboy Fetish, which is well established in canon. I will have you know, Jordan. I'm excited. I wish they would have made a comment about them going to a cowboy cemetery. Like Dean being like, that's so cool. Oh, right. In this most recent episode. Well, it was him that pointed out that it was a cowboy cemetery and not just a cemetery Mm -hmm. cemetery. We know. So essentially what happens in this fic is that, like, he realizes that it's not the correct sort of afterlife Mm. setup. It's the God wins and where he sort of, like, tricked everyone into thinking that things are how they should be, but... Mm -hmm they aren't which is a whole genre of post finale which i that is one of the few post finale scenarios that i'm okay with fair is is the whole god tricked everyone thing Mm -hmm. i love that idea come on season 16 come in and fix everything oh season 16 already happened (laughs) all of 2021's twitter drama yes (laughs) My last fic that I want to wreck is actually from the most recent Dean Cass Big Bang, which is still mm-hmm. publishing works actively. I think there's mm-hmm. only a few left to publish. It just started at the beginning of last month or maybe mm-hmm. mid-October. This author has never written anything for Supernatural before. Really? Yeah. They're called Suzeka. Z-U-Z-E-C-A. This is called The Angel and the Marble. And when I started reading this at first i thought it meant like inside like a marble like like the round glass thing or and i was conceptualizing it thematically as like you know the earth is sometimes Mm -hmm. described as a big blue marble in space or you know whatever but no they mean literally like a marble statue oh oh so the summary reads When a routine solo hunt involving a haunted angel statue turns into an overnight stay in a mysterious mansion, Dean discovers haunted statues are the least of what's contained within its walls. Who is Castiel? Who is the reclusive owner? And why are the lines of reality beginning to blur? As the mystery unfolds, Dean realizes he and Castiel are trapped by the narrative in more than one way, and they're running out of pages. This only has about 1,500 hits. I highly recommend this. It is so fucking weird and horny and, <laughs> like, funny at times. But, like, I don't know. Like, it kind of blew my mind. The prose is really wonderful. It is rated E. And there's a general warning for major character death. So if you can't handle major character death, this might not be for you. But I recommend it anyway because I don't think the end, despite the MCD, is actually very devastating. I think it Mm -hmm. it fits and it it feels kind of bittersweet. The relationships are Destiel, but there's also past Dean, Cassie, and past Mm -hmm. Dean and others. Characters are Castiel, Dean Winchester, Charlie Bradbury, Linda Tran, and also minor characters. So there's just a few other people. Additional tags include AU pre-canon, alternative canon, metafiction, cosmic horror, bittersweet ending, coming out, internalized homophobia, drug use, mm-hmm. sexual content, wings, and John Winchester's A-plus parenting. <laughs> so, so this is also a young Dean fic, which mm-hmm. is a really popular genre right at the moment. There's a lot of really popular time travel fics that are blended up with sort of finale fics kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Allie's looking at me like, oh, I don't like time travel. Time travel makes me anxious, and so does space. You know, I get that. 
I think the thing with it is that time travel exists canonically, as do alternate realities True. within Supernatural. So, so it's really common in the fix. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't feel out of place mm-hmm. either. I like when things That's feel fair. really grand. So I tend to actually like time travel in space and things like that. Yeah, no, totally. Part of what I really liked about this is that it emphasizes the quality of alternate realities as Mm. canon universes in the same way that the show does Mm. in season 15. And there's a very strong focus on the meta nature of the show and the characters in this fix. So it's just a really, really interesting exploration of fiction and definitely takes a big stank-ass dump on the CW. Like, if you're (laughs) mad at the CW, you'll probably like this fic. Also, not in, like, a spooky way. I thought it was going to be a little spookier, Mm -hmm. but there's some, like, Weeping Angels vibes. I love that. Yeah. It's, like, like spooky at first, and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, wait. It's actually kind of endearing. But yeah, this is an incredible fic. I don't know why this hasn't... Actually, that's a lie. I know exactly why it hasn't blown up. It's because of the major character death tag. Fair. I, everyone's feeling real sensitive right now. I get it. I get it. Read it anyway. <laughs> nice. Well, there you guys go. Three less popular modern fics. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely saved some of the best for last. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. And again... Feel free to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, anything. If you have really good fix that you read that you want to send us that you oh my just God, talk yeah. about. Like, listen, it is so easy to find fic about episodes from season four onward. It is not mm-hmm. easy to find good fic about seasons one, two, or three. Please, mm-hmm. please, please send me your fic racks about seasons one, two, and three. Yeah, if you know we have an episode coming up mm-hmm. and you're like, I think that I've read this fic. I love this fic. I think it would be great for season three episode mm-hmm. eight send it to jasper jasper yes. will be so happy for the I will help be thrilled as fuck <laughs> it's not even like the like the help aspect mm-hmm. it's just sometimes like i get real like bummed out i'm like sifting through all these fix and it's like you know there's so much incest i gotta wade through <laughs> i've gotta i've gotta delve yeah. into the incest dungeons in order to find like fic to highlight for y'all you know Oh, it hurts my poor little brain. Oh, sorry, that sounds horrible. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I am exaggerating. I can go into the filter and be like, don't show me incest for the love of God. Fair. <laughs> so, like, oh, it'll I, find I get, its way I to weasel in, though, I'm sure. Yeah. Also, if you just have, like, theories, comments, want to say hi. Yeah. Oh, my please God. Please message us. I am so delightful and charming (laughs) and i will respond to your dms maybe later in the day after you send them because sometimes i do get a little anxious i gotta psych myself up sometimes Mm. i don't see the notification (laughs) but i will get back to you i was like i cannot be bothered to check tumblr (laughs) that's not true that's not true she's just a very busy lady Uh, but i love 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 getting messages and i'm always like Jasper Jordan, guess what we got? <laughs> I know. Oh my like, God. we get so happy. So please continue to send your lovely messages. You know what I'm realizing? Huh. Speaking of social media, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan promised that they were going to make an OTRS TikTok mm-hmm. because they got True. their werewolf. And I do not believe that there has been follow through. There has not been yet. So I just started a new job. So I'm just waiting. Well, let me get my mm-hmm. consistent schedule. It has been on the back of my mind 
but we will alert you all. Mm-hmm. We will link it in the Twitter and Tumblr when I do get that mm-hmm. started and Insta. Let us know what kind of content you would like to see on that, yeah. by the way. Like, we yeah. have our own ideas, but I'm really interested in what everybody else wants to see. Because, yeah. like, honestly, otherwise you're probably going to get a lot of shit posts. You'll yes. get shit posts anyway. Regardless, there but... will be shit posts, but... Also... Yeah, my goal is just not to make it a um, echo of what's already being posted mm-hmm. on like the Twitter or Instagram. So yeah, if you would like to see oh, I'm more sure original it won't, content, though, because like yeah. it's all you. Like yeah. you're not gonna say the same things online that I would say. Like I'm gonna get on Twitter and I'm gonna. <laughs> oh my god, I was so embarrassed the other day when I saw you liked some comment I made on a just some picture of Dean. One <gasps> of my mutuals was like, "Let's talk about her," and it was like a picture of Dean sleeping, and I was. <laughs> Like, I absolutely have to smush her (laughs) cheeks. And, like, an hour later, I get a notification from Jordan's private account that's like, Jordan liked your comment. And I'm like, don't fucking look at me. I was laughing when I liked that, too. I (laughs) bet you were, you turd. When the Trickster episode came out, I was so embarrassed at things I had said that I kept, like, refreshing the Twitter feed. Like, oh, my God. I could tell because you were actually interacting with people. (laughs) I was like, Ali's anxious. I do interact, but usually it's like 20 hours later yeah that week yeah i was like constantly like oh god what when what will people say now you are a noted dilf enjoyer true true so now that we've got our fanfics out of the way we've done the awards ali has done her surprise slideshow (laughs) which was delightful thank you and we've rated the episode it is Time finally for Jordan's predictions. Jordan, I, I would love to hear all of your hopes and your fears for season three, short as it is. All right, I am so excited because mm-hmm. we like actually concluded an arc, and yes, there's mm-hmm. overhanging themes and stuff like that, but the but Yad. Yed. 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 He's not the yellow ass demon. (laughs) I do not want to see his ass. That's the porno version. No! So we had kind of had our question of, is Sam a monster Mm -hmm. answered? Which was no. Yeah. But then after answering the question, we doubled down and went extra hard. But what I think is kind of going to start happening next season as we, of course, had all of those entities escape hell. So I'm just getting into plot stuff at first. And I think they're going to have to now go hunt the denizens of hell. Right. I really, for some reason, am vibing that crossroad demons are going to be a really big part of mm. season three because we know that Dean now only has a year to live. Mm-hmm. So I think what would the thing that would make the most sense to do mm. to get out of this contract? Because Sam's mm-hmm. going to be trying to get Dean out of this contract. Dean is a little suicidal. So he's probably going to be like, Sam, you need to accept this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not yeah. worth it. So maybe like finding some self-esteem. And there is the caveat in the deal that if he tries to get out of it, then Sam, Sam will dies. Die. Yeah. Which Sam does not know that part. True. So I wonder if Sam is going to start trying to find other people who are in contracts with Crossroad Demons. Um, And then maybe we're going to get like... So I'm going to think we're going to find probably a woman who's in contract with a a Crossroads Demon. Mm -hmm. Dean will eventually get out of it, but of course she will die. um, Because she is woman. She Um, is woman. She is dead. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god this is usually like i am woman hear me roar <laughs> <laughs> but, this is, supernatural. but this is supernatural. I am woman, I am dead. <laughs> um, yeah, and so um, I don't think the big bad is going to be the crossroad demons that Dean and the musicians summoned at the crossroads. I think we're going to get like maybe like her manager. Like we're going to get manager Lisa. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> she's probably going to be played by like a kind of sexy Meg type. Oh. Is Meg, like, canonically dead? I don't think so. Meg is in hell. Yes. She's in hell, but she could have got out. True. Maybe it'll be Meg and she'll have a new body. So it'll be, like, there'll be, like, a new sexy lady. Oh. Like, <laughs> secretly Meg. I just feel like we're going to get another demon. And uh-huh. um, I'm just, for some reason, vibing it's going to be a sexy lady. I don't know why. It just seems like something the show would do. I think this... Sh- okay, so we got... We've got sexy lady demon Mm -hmm. and also sexy lady who sold her soul to a crossroads demon are your predictions Uh okay so now that's basic plot points um here's some hopes Mm -hmm. i would really love for them to rebuild the roadhouse yeah i'm gonna spoil that one for you they don't they do not okay that's pretty on brand for this show (laughs) yeah yeah, I want them to find some more found family. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many hunters. I, they can't all have been burned down with the roadhouse. Like All, all those cowboy hats. All of those cowboy hats. <laughs> fears. I'm really... I wish I had, like, plot fears, but really my biggest fear is the pacing. Mm. Like, I really yeah. don't want the season just to waste a lot of our time. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to waste our time, like make it fun make it like hollywood babylon Mm -hmm, i have no complaints about that episode Mm -hmm. um just i really want there to be artistic intent with every creation of each episode i want them to have something to say something we're learning about these characters something these characters are learning from these new characters that we're introduced Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. and where does this episode fit within the greater story they're trying to tell yeah Mm -hmm. What I'm really thinking they're going to start trying to do is start introducing some girlfriends for Dean and Sam. I imagine they're not going to live long. (laughs) Not just because they're women. I have to also now look at, because listen, and I'm wrapping up soon. Sorry, I know this has been long-winded. No, we love it. Mm -hmm. I have never been a part of the Supernatural fandom, but I have been a fan of TV since I was a small child female characters do not only not live long because of the misogynistic views of the writers it's also the audience too like Mm, women tend to do well yeah and i especially see like (laughs) a lot of people probably see these characters as kind of replacements for real Mm -hmm. interpersonal relationships so when they're establishing those with characters people aren't going to like those characters right exactly true that is definitely a thing that went on with this show Mm -hmm. i am not surprised yeah like the early seasons female characters were almost yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like the vitriol Mm -hmm. insane yeah and like i kind of can't always blame people because a lot of these women have the personalities Mm -hmm. of fucking cardboard boxes but they are getting better yeah 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 totally yeah that's it. That's a little peek into my brain. <laughs> yeah. Are you excited to see how they fit all of it into 16 episodes? Yeah. I am very excited for a short season because, mm-hmm. like, I've enjoyed our time 
in season one and two, but I mm-hmm. really want to get to season four because people just keep really hyping it up for me. Yeah, I am like so worried that everyone's like season four is the best. Cassiel is awesome, and we're gonna get there, and you're gonna be like, I don't care. <laughs> That's like yes. my big fear now. I don't think it's gonna happen, but, but. I'm scared. <laughs> At least it'll be funny. True, <laughs> that true. is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Congrats to us again. Yeah, congrats us. Thank you everyone thank you. so much. Yeah, thank you everyone mm-hmm. who's downloaded an episode or streamed an episode on whatever podcast platforms you use. Thank you to everyone who's reached out on mm-hmm. social media, be it Instagram, uh, Tumblr, or Twitter, sent an email to mm-hmm. us or anything. We so, so appreciate it. We love to talk to you guys online. And we're really excited to keep doing that for season three. Absolutely. Yeah, please add us or comment or review, subscribe. All those things help so much. All of those wonderful things. Thanks for tuning in to On the Road with Supernatural. Our theme music was composed by Anthony Ployhar. And special thanks to Sophia London for our logo. If you're having fun, hit us up on Tumblr, Instagram, or Twitter at OTR Supernatural or contact us by email at ontheroadwithsupernatural at gmail.com with any questions or feedback. That's all for today. See you next time for season three. See you next time. Bye. Bye.